And what better haunted house than the Amityville Horror? You know, Eddie Murphy does that skit where, you know, he's like, yeah, you folks, I don't, you know, I don't know. You, you walk in the house and the house tells you, get out. He go, I'll be like this. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we can't stay, baby. And he pulls his wife right out of there. I got a question. Why don't white people just leave the house when there's a ghost in the house? In the Amityville Horror, the ghost told them to get out the house. I would have been in the house and said, oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. <laughs> Too bad we can't stay, baby. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Five with Joey Casada, my co-host today. Hi, I'm Pazazu. <laughs> Excuse me, did you hiccup? Pazazu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're welcoming back our one of our favorite guests, if not our favorite guests, the doctor. Tom back, Doc. Can you help a poor Walter boy, father? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it away. What are you doing? Ah, it's off the table that one. So that's true. So what Tommy just said, it's it's it. Th today's episode, of course, we had to have the doctor on for this one because. You know, his nickname is Satan, Beelzebub, the evil one, um, Mephistopheles. He's got a lot of these nicknames, so we had to have him on for this episode. Top five horror movies. But we have a couple rules, Ernie. What's the rules? It's three rules. Number one, no shining allowed. Number okay. two, no exorcist. And number three, no Halloween. That's one yeah. and two, correct? So night. No, just just the first one. You can, if you want to use the oh. second one, that's fine. All right. Uh, I wouldn't. Use, all right. I wouldn't use it because it's the same night. But all yeah, right. I I could. Yeah, I agree. The reason why is if we, if we put those three in, if we put those three in, our list will be the same. You know. Right. We, we all agree. Okay. We said obviously we're we're all gonna have one, two, or all three of those in our top five which would really just ruin the show. So there's no reason yeah. <laughs> for me, you know, exorcist is always number one and shining and, and Halloween are up there too. And I think we all agree on that. So let's take those off the table. Obviously those are three classic horror movies. Um, I don't think any, anyone can dispute how great they are. So let's just remove them and excluding them. We're going to talk about our top five, Horror movies. Now, Doctor, I, I noticed you're wearing a cross tonight. That's risky. <laughs> got two on, buddy. <laughs> now, are you are you trying to protect yourself from what's about to happen? What are you trying to do now? <laughs> well, one just fell off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> if, if mid midway through the episode, no, if it starts what's... turning upside down, I'm signing off. <laughs> 
Well, if your head turns around. <laughs> I can see if I can do that in post. We'll see if I can edit that in. That'd be nice. That'd be good. Ernie, have Colleen feed you some milk. Maybe we can get some projectile vomit going, too. <laughs> don't, don't say that to her. I don't want to do it. <laughs> It'll be white. It won't be green like in The Exorcist. It'll just be milk, blah, like curdled milk flying across the room. <laughs> they can edit the color in later. <laughs> a, you know what? I could do it. Colleen, where is she? Can she hear me? Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So obviously, we, you know, we love the doctor. You know, She's we, we, disposed of right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're so she glad that... <laughs> We're so glad to have the doctor back. We had such great feedback from the last episode, which was uh, the alcohol that touched our lips episode. You know, we told a lot of fun drunk stories, but this one is going to be a little bit more serious. We still have a lot of fun, but we're going to talk about... Now, you had sent me a text earlier today. Are we doing our top five favorite horror movies or the top five scariest horror movies? And I do think that's different, right? What do you think? I, I, I believe so. I believe so, because I have my favorites, but I necessarily, if I wanted to scare the bejesus out of someone, I wouldn't play it for them, you know? And I agree. Especially since we might have a follow-up to this episode that might lead to something a little too similar, so. Yeah, so what he's talking about, so I think, you know, we're gonna, this is going to be possibly a two-part episode. Tonight, we're going to do our top five horror movies, and then if this goes well, uh, maybe we'll do, and, you know, no crosses fall off the wall, Maybe we'll do our top five favorite horror movie scenes. So you, we might talk about some of those scenes while discussing these episode, this episode and these movies, but we'll get into more detail maybe in part two of this episode. What do you think, Aaron? Horror scenes sounds great. I agree. <laughs> A lot of fun. All there right, some, so some really good, some really good scenes and some horrible movies. <laughs> you're so right when, when I was talking about scenes I'm, lo I'm looking ahead to next week too you're so right there's a couple scenes that I remember I might even I don't even remember some of the titles of the movies I have to go do some research but I remember scenes like scaring the shit out of me yes yeah. yes cool alright so let's get to it let's start with our our number five pick doctor we'll, we'll let you go first since you are our, our guest oh boy this was tough it was really tough. Um, I have 17. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do 17. This is not called top 17. Oh, right. no, are we going to guess how many, uh, before we start, we're going to guess how many uh, matches we got? Oh, good idea. Okay. Okay, I'll I go mean, first. Only because, Ernie, only because we're the same age and I've known you since we were like born. I think I can get four out of your top five. Now, you think, also, wait, are you saying you're going to guess four of his or you're going to have four of the same? Matches. No, I think I'm going to know four of his. Okay. Oh, oh I, was, I was thinking matches. Oh, matches? Yeah. That means that's that you have the same amount of You want to go that route? Sure. I mean, whatever you guys decide. In that case, I think you'll have three of mine. Ooh. What do you Tough think, fun. Aaron? Okay, as far as uh, Tommy goes, I'm going to guess some. Look at my list now. Three. Yeah, I'm, I'm around the same area. I think, I think I'm going to have one match with Ernie, 
and two or three with the doctor. I think maybe maybe two. Let's Joe, you're see. a hard one to read. You're a hard one to read because I never watched horror films with you. I don't recall ever sitting there well, watching. I know one. Yeah, I know one too. It's so funny. I know the same one, and I'll talk about it. I don't know if it made right. my list, but we'll talk about it at the end. Right, right. All right, so let's start our list, right. Doctor. You're number five. Okay, I got. I have to do this, and, and I know it's it's weird, but uh, Jaws too. No problem. No problem. I'm sorry. When I was a kid, I went to the Grand Theater in Brooklyn when it was still there, and my feet were off the floor in the movie theater. For whatever sense that makes, you know, my head just took, you know, my mind just went completely, no logic whatsoever. Wait, where was, where was the Grand? Where was the Grand Theater? Ernie, was that Garrison Beach, right down off of Garrison Avenue? Uh. Yeah, I, th- I think so. It's a long time ago. Yeah, it was down towards Garrettson. I mean, Garrettson Avenue, down that way. I had to look that up. Now, why we Jaws 2? Why Jaws 2? It was more suspenseful for me, for the kids. The little kids, you got more involved in it when they're on the boats. and It's, it's like the worst nightmare come true for kids. You know, and, you know, you just put yourself in that position. Yeah. You know, and it just freaked me out. And like I said, when you stick your feet off the floor and you sit Indian style in the movie theater because you're standing so it's going to eat your feet in a movie theater, that makes no sense. Makes no it, sense. It makes, how old were you? Oh, Jaws 2? Uh, me and Billy Zemish went. My mother and father took us. So I'm thinking seven, seven, eight, like eight or nine. It makes there. perfect sense. Think about it. You're just scared yeah. shit. You think a shark might be in the movie theater. <laughs> Land shark. Exactly. <laughs> No, that scene, that scene with the kids on the boat is terrifying. I mean, oh, especially they got to tie the boats together. Oh, God. It's that's good. God, that's great. Great stuff. It was great. Great pick. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. It was tough. I didn't even, I didn't even think of Jaws. It's I, so, it was it's, tough. Oh, I love it. Love it. It is considered horror, though, but. No, I, listen, to me, anything that scares the shit out of you is horror, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 By definition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great pick, Duke. Good way to start it off. Ernie, what do you got for top five? Number five. My number five choice is Poltergeist. The house looks just like the one next to it. A young couple live in it. So with their three children. <laughs> and something more. One down already, Ernie. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't get. I, I'm already down one. <laughs> I mean, with the, come on with the, the TV stuff, the clown doll, the tree. The clown the, the is terrifying. Terrifying. And yep. the scariest of them all, the little short lady. <laughs> Go to the light. She Go always reminds me of you, Ernie. <laughs> Oh, the the explanation that she gives that scares the heck out of me. <laughs> yeah, almost as scary as that is Drew Barrymore went on to have a career. <laughs> this house is clean. This house is clean. 
Yeah, yeah. Just, just stupid asshole. Then the, then the real the, the real stuff started at the end. Yeah. You know Spielberg was making ET at the exact same time. I did not know that. He was going back and forth between the uh, the movie studios. What year is Poltergeist? 82? 82. I remember seeing that in the movies. Again, I my I had a horrible mother. She would take me to see Poltergeist. I saw my first, one of the first movies I ever saw in the movie theaters was Scarface. Oh wow! <laughs> I was nine years old seeing Scarface. Picture that. What? But the year before, I think Scarface was eighty three. The year before, I saw Poltergeist in the theaters. I was I was seven years old, and. I, I honestly believe it or not, because my mother did that, I wasn't scared. I, I had I had already seen The Exorcist at seven, so it was like Poltergeist was nothing for me. <laughs> That's all you got, Ma. <laughs> Come on. That's all you got. Big deal. She's in the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clown. Well, I want to be. It's a big deal. <laughs> right. I would love to be in the TV. I want to be. I want to be He Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want to be here with you. <laughs> Great picker. And that's, again, Poltergeist is, I don't know, both of those picks, it's funny. I actually forgot about both of those movies. Jaws is off my radar because I'm not thinking horror. And Poltergeist, I just forgot about too. I know Ernie does his freaking internet research and he's up all night, you know, crossing things off and he's waking his wife, wife up in the middle of the night screaming at her. I, I don't think my picks are good enough. I don't think my picks are good enough. But, um... <laughs> No, that's an awesome pick. I love it. I know. I mean, thank you. <laughs> All right. So my number five, this is by far my newest movie. Nothing is even within, I don't even think within 20 years of this movie. This is my newest pick. And for, and this is, I was back and forth all week. I had so many different picks and, you know, what was going to crack the top five. And I also kind of, I tried to alter a little bit because I didn't want to, overlast some of your stuff so i went a little bit different so my number five pick is frailty they were raised to obey their father go to see homer to love him to trust him night boy sleep tight don't let those bed bugs bite until wake up i've got something to tell you hey, what's wrong there are demons among us i can see the demons while other people can. I'm scared, Dad. Angel told me that God would be sending weapons. Maybe you just dreamed it. Maybe you're not right in the head. Well, if it has to be done, it has to be done. Dog, yes. You ever see that, Doctor? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you ever see it? No. Oh, it's, I'm not it's, up for my new horror films. Uh, it, well, it's not new. It's still 20 years old. It's from 2005. Oh. It's like 16 years old. So it's it's from 2005. It's Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey are the stars. So Bill Paxton stars as this this father of two sons who is who believes that he's that God shows him who the demons are in our world, and he goes and kills those demons. Meanwhile. Nobody else can see these demons. He, he's basically a mass murderer. He's wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I read a novel, believe it or not, one of the two I've read my whole life. <laughs> is it? I don't even know if this is based on a book. Is it, Ern? Do you know? It was, I, it was, it was uh, oh, God, I'll have to get back to you on this one. I, I read a book. It's, it was the same thing that this guy sees demons. He's the only one that can see them, that can, he can see them, and he, and he kills them as right. he goes along in life. And it was a it was a novel, and I think it's based on a novel. That movie. 
It, it totally I, could I mean, be. I, I don't know if exactly. it is. But, you know, the fun part of the movie is there's these two sons. One son, the older son, thinks his father is a killer. He's a lunatic. And the, the little son, who is younger, of course, and he believes his father and follows his father's every whim and, mm. you know, helps his father, you know, trap these demons who, who are humans. We see them as humans. We don't see them as anything right, else. Right, and right. it's how the older son, you know, just thinks his father's nuts and is, is a mass murderer. And, and I don't want to give it away, but, you know, watch the end. It's a crazy reveal. You know, it's there's flashbacks. Matthew McConaughey goes to the police station early on in the movie to confess all the murders him and his family did as a kid. And it's, it's telling that story and it reveals what really happened. It is phenomenal. I know it's one of your favorites, Ern. Oh, it's, it's a great... The, the little kid thinks they're superheroes. It's, it's right. actually the definition of superheroes. They're doing God's work. It's an, oh, it's, I'm, yeah, I'm, he's saving the world. Yeah. I'm crashing and burning here, boys. Oh, you'll love it. Doc, this is right up your alley. You will love it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Seriously. All right. That's my number five. Doc, we're up to number four for you. I got to go with Nightmare on Elm Street 1. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy? something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. You know, it was a game changer. It was completely out. You know, uh, I've never heard of anything like that, you know, except for Night Hags and Dungeons and Dragons, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. But uh, I'm Joey. You played Dungeons Dragons too. But the um, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. But that that was that was fantastic. I mean, it, it really was different. Changed it, and it was a game changer in my in my opinion. It wasn't only slash and gore, but it was a lot of thought that went into it. I thought very creative. Yeah, I agree. That's a great. Uh, it's so funny you said slash and stuff. I don't. I'm not a big slasher movie guy. Those Friday the Thirteenth. I like those. But I almost don't even consider them horror movies just because, to me, it's the same plot. You got this killer. He's chasing everyone. The girl trips in the woods over the stick. He's the, the killer's walking this slow, but somehow he catches up to her and he kills everyone at the end, except for the lone survivor who somehow defeats the, the, the slasher. So I don't love that stuff. But Nightmare on Elm Street, I agree, took it to a whole nother level I remember seeing it for the first time. What, what's Nightmare on Elm Street 1? 83, 84, somewhere around that area? 84. So I remember seeing that. I was 10 years old, terrified 84. to go. <laughs> Ernie, you're too quick. <laughs> God, my nose looks amazing like this, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of a horror movie. Schnapps. Snops. <laughs> Great pick. I, I think Nightmare on Elm Street 1 especially is terrifying. You got a young Johnny Depp in that, right? Yep. Yeah, he's a pretty and he's a pretty badass, not a good guy. Yeah. You know, two little kids in a boiler room. I mean, doesn't get better than that. 
<laughs> oh, I mean, it's so, yeah. I mean, the story of Freddy Krueger is terror. It's terrifying him, you know, luring the little kids to the basement and stuff like, oh my God. It's like, uh, based on, based we, were, on a we, story. we were in Orlando in a haunted house, me and Joey and uh, Freddy Krueger came around the corner on a monorail on a, like a skateboard with his blades out, came around the corner in Orlando. <laughs> him fell on the floor. Covering our heads. The best part is right. It was it was in Fort Lauderdale on Church Street, and we were like, "Oh, we heard such good of good things about this haunted house." And uh, who? Yeah, you're gonna scare us in a haunted house. Give me a break. We walked in the haunted house like this, like two tough morons from Brooklyn, and we we literally ran out one of the side doors down the street. (laughs) We were terrible. We ran out like every other person. We walked in tough. Yeah. Easily the best haunted house I've ever been in. Not even close. Yeah, without a doubt. Great pick. Great pick, Duke. All right, Aaron, you're number four. Uh, okay, my number four, Silence of the Lambs. Down again, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, how many great movies in one is this? You got uh, Hannibal Lecter's story. You got the uh, the guy, the the singer of Enough's Enough. He's in it. <laughs> that is not him. That it looks like here is not him. Who Buffalo Bill? It, yes, yeah, 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 Buffalo Bill. <laughs> it puts and the lotion the- in the basket. <laughs> I mean, why do you- Put the effing lotion in the basket. Eddie, why don't you tell us what he does this way with your special guest? Uh, Hold on. The best part of the movie. The best part of the movie is the therapy sessions that Hannibal Lecter gets inside Clarice's head in my part. That's my favorite part of the stuff, but great movie altogether. I agree. That was in my list, so I have to move it out. Awesome pick. Again, you guys are blowing me away. I don't know how I'm, I'm forgetting this stuff. I did no research. I'm doing stuff off the top of my head. Totally forgot Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I know we're going to give away scenes for next week, but that scene when the when the, the when the thing is in the in the uh, in the cell, kind of like uh, hanging there when Lecter yeah. escapes. Holy God, that's awesome. I actually know the name of what that's called. That's a he was butterflied. That's the that's the name of that what that was. By the way. I think you're gonna say he was doctored. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been laid out on the floor like this many a night after the doctor. <laughs> I doctored myself too. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, oh, so my number four, again, classic to me. Like I said before, I, I like slasher films, but they're not scary to me. They're not great horror movies. They're fun movies. I love them all, but they're not horror movies to me. I love anything to do with God and demons and possession and stuff like that. And what's better than you know what we mentioned before, a nice haunted house. And what better haunted house than the Amityville Horror? 
in the Amityville Horror. God's peace in this house. The Amityville Horror, classic movie, so many chilling scenes in it. Again, I know we're going to give away our, our our part two, but, you know, the scene with the flies or the house saying, get out. You know, Eddie Murphy does that skit where, you know, he's like, yeah, you, you white folks, I don't, you know, I don't know. You, you walk in the house and the house tells you, get out. He goes, I'll be like this. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we can't stay, baby. And he'd pull his wife right out of it. I got a question. Why don't white people just leave the house when there's a ghost in the house? In the Amityville Horror, the ghost told them to get out the house. I would have been in the house and said, oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. <laughs> he wouldn't give a shit. You white people want to stay there. It's, it's, it's no good. <laughs> And it's true. The house is telling you, get out. The walls are bleeding. Don't stay there. Please. It, it was, I have to be honest, I mean, being that it was in New York, and we live in New York, and it was in Long Island, and then you put the history behind the house, the true murders, and that actually you can wrap your hands around something like that and go, this might actually happen. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy, but yeah, that was on my list too, so but I didn't guess you getting it. So I have gotten nothing that you guys I thought you guys would get. I am zero. Yeah, just something about being able to go, you know, being in New York, we could go see that house and it felt right. like it was, even though it wasn't in the neighborhood, but it felt like it was in the neighborhood. Anytime things feel more realistic to me, make it just that much better when I'm watching a horror movie. Absolutely. The father going crazy and, and axing the, you know, the wall. It's, oh my God, just so good. And it starts off great. I mean, it doesn't start, you know, you can't get better than that. A guy walking around in the middle of the night killing his family. Oh, I mean, I'm not promoting that. I'm, I'm saying that's not the greatest right. thing. Oh, you, you can't get better than that. <laughs> you can't get better than that. <laughs> oh, God, when, the, uh, when, when the baby won't stop crying in the middle of the night, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> don't worry, I'll put the hotline on the bottom. Don't murder your family. Call 1 800 no murders. <laughs> Put the shotgun down. <laughs> All right, so that's our number four. So let's start, Doctor. You're number three. All right, you knocked out two of my two of my top five, Amityville. Uh oh. And you knocked out uh, Silence of the Lambs, Ernie. Sorry about that. Very good. This is a game. is more like Battleship right now, and I'm sinking. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you? Gonna, what are you gonna do? You're gonna put replacements in? Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna, I okay. have my 17 backups. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> my 15 backups here. He is well prepared. Uh, my top two is still, top three is still going, believe it or not. Oh, top two. Not right, I gotta throw, uh, I gotta throw, listen, I'm not a big vampire guy. I'm really not. I love the demons, but since we took the exorcist out of this equation, I gotta go with the Lost Boys. Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No. Pretty cool place. Hi, Michael. My own brother, a damn blood-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. Michael, they're coming! Oh, shit! I have to. I have to. 
I mean, it was just, it was so like, like what you guys say the show is based on. It was that time era, you know, you know, it, it was so much the way they dressed the music that was played in it, it. It was just so our time growing up as teenagers. It was really great. And I mean, the storyline, fantastic, funny, horrific at the same time. I, I think it was uh, one of the, one of the better ones as a horror vampire. What do you think? She was really cute. She was really, really, really good. Really fun movie. It's a lot of fun. And, it, and yes, it is pretty scary. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah listen, Bunch of Corys in there. <laughs> that is, yeah, the frog, the frog brothers. I think they are in that movie, right? That's what they're called. Um, <laughs> Lost Boys is one one of my favorite movies ever. I don't know, is that a horror movie? I know it's vampires. <laughs> it's got. It, it, if George is a horror film, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Again, vampires I'm not eating people. I have, it's got to be up there. <laughs> my brain goes in other spots. I think Lost Boys is one of the best, not only movies but '80s movies. It has all the stuff you just said, the nostalgia stuff. The music, the you know, the the freaking guy playing the sax, whatever the hell song that is. I'll put that clip in right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all the stuff. I, growing up, you guys remember my dog Yukon. They had mm -hmm. a Malamute in that movie, the oh, same right. type of dog that I had. And he, if you remember, he kills one of the vampires. He shoves him in the tub, right? Yeah, he, ju he jumps on him and knocks him backwards into the tub with the garlic. Yes, and I remember as a kid watching that, going, "Yeah, I was well, cheering water, for the right. in the in the holy water, yeah." But there was garlic floating in it. I remember. Yeah, there was garlic floating in it. <laughs> Great movie, Keith O'Sullivan. Uh, the girl was Jamie Gertz, I think. You got obviously the Corey Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Great, great, great movie. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. Good pick, Duke. Blood sucking Brady Bunch. <laughs> 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 that might be the open for the show right there. Perfect. <laughs> All oh, right, that, Ern. That is a good one. All right, Ern, your number three pick. Uh, okay. Um, we we spoke about this movie before. My number three is Jaws. <laughs> number one. Uh, yeah, yes, number one. <laughs> Who's not afraid of sharks? <laughs> Ernie, you made this. When I told you we were going to keep score, you changed your list because you knew exactly what I was going to get you. <laughs> I haven't gotten the first three right, and I predicted four out of five. I did not change anything. This is actually my second Spielberg movie, by the way. I, I don't know. You didn't ask, I know. <laughs> yeah, when I think Spielberg, you don't think scary, do you? Jaws <laughs> is just a, a great movie. Um, and the three main actors, is, it's perfect. Well, you've like, hundreds you, of times. You got to pick now, right? You got to pick from another. No, he picked. Have, he I picked. Don't have list. No, no, no. He picked Jaws one. He didn't. You picked Jaws two. Oh, I, I picked okay. Jaws one. Yeah, not Jaws okay. two. Yeah. Not Show a match. The way to go home. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go to bed. That one, yeah. <laughs> great scene. Oh, great what scene. a great scene. It's so funny. Awesome. Yeah, so good. Yeah, listen, obviously, again, I wasn't thinking along these lines, but Jaws is, is of course, terrifying. Of course. 
and a great movie. And based on a true story. Uh, was like, is there it? were like seven shark attacks in Delaware. The Delaware River that ran up the uh, East Coast. They made their way up near Philly. Almost positive that's what it was. It was like seven shark attacks. Where, so does, where does Jaws take place again? Amity Island, New York. I was going to say it, but I said, wait, I can't. I, maybe I'm drunk. I can't, I can't be Amityville. What am I talking about? <laughs> Obviously, a lot Amity. of stuff happens in Amityville. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to Amityville, to... kids. <laughs> one place you don't want to visit, huh? <laughs> I love my aunt dearly, but I haven't been there this year in 30 years. So, I, I think a, lo- a big thing about all the stuff we've picked so far is not only terrifying movies and great movies, but the acting is every movie we pick so far, obviously the Jaws' frailty that I picked earlier, all the Lost Boys, all of that stuff, the acting is so good in it. And that's important to me. You know, some of these other, you know, just slasher films, the acting is ridiculous. And it, it, it makes it campy, which makes it not horror to me. Acting, the acting is so important. And, and that's where I'm going to go with my number three. My number three, the actor in number three carries the movie. He's actually in my next two picks, and which kind of gives it away. But the actor in my number three. And well, don't my number, the actor's name. My, then we won't know. Well, <laughs> you'll know. Trust me. So the actor is George C. Scott. And my first pick is The Changeling. Within this old house live two residents. One of them is John Russell. The other has been dead for over 70 years. And it, it's, it's one of my favorite movies, not only horror movies, but favorite movies ever. It's so well acted. Um, and George C. Scott, it, it just carries the movie so well. It's another haunting a house haunting, much like Amityville Horror. And, you know, there's so many classic scenes. I'm not going to say the scenes so we don't give it away for next week. But there, what, to me, anytime there's scenes that you can you can almost reenact. And I used to do a scene to my mom all the time. And she would scream at me, Joey, you, okay. you know, my, you know, you guys remember my mom. She, she wasn't a, she wasn't at loss for curses. She would curse at me all the time and call me an asshole and fuck this, fuck that. So my mom was notorious for cursing at me, especially when I played pranks on her. And I would always do this prank. I'll, I'll talk about it next week. But there's so many great classic scenes in The Changeling. And it, it oh, it's, oh, it's so, of course. Michael. Oh, chills. Any, and, and I think it's one of those horror movies, too, that most people don't know. I think we know it because in our circle, it was, one of, it, was, it was popular. But most people don't know this movie. I'm going to let Ernie take over here because Ernie Ernie showed me and then he had to show you because Ernie was on top of this one. And it is it was my number one. Whoa. It was my number one only because the exorcist is not there. And uh, but uh, Ernie, you want to take over how you came across the movie because. No, I knew this way before. Way, I mean, I met you guys in 89. I knew this way before that. Again, oh, I watched then. this when I was a kid. Yeah, because it's definitely under the radar. No one knows about it. What year is this movie, Aaron? What year is, is uh, Changeling? I believe 80. Right, so there you go, right. So I must well, have seen movie? this around 84, 85. 
But Ernie, when did George C. Scott stop becoming a classical concert pianist? Oh, that was, the, that was his character. I'm sorry. Right, go oh, ahead. Like, well, <laughs> it was around the same time he stopped the, um, when he quit the military, I think. <laughs> oh, after the patent movie. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, obviously you guys, you guys know this movie give me some yeah. reviews on it tell me about it go ahead Ernie I can't I'll be uh, ruining one of my future choices here uh oh <laughs> well obviously we gotta, I gotta go back in my bag of tricks again So I don't have a bag of tricks here <laughs> just so you know doctor I love that you're replacing your picks if we're saying them Ernie and I usually don't do that, and I, I love, love, love stealing Ernie's picks, especially his number one picks. And I promise <laughs> I don't do it on purpose. I really don't, but I do love taking his picks. So we normally don't replace them, but I love that you are replacing them since you have, you know, 1,700 picks. Ernie, don't get upset and shotgun the family tonight. It'll be okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I, God. Know we have to I mean, right, anything, anything with little kids, Joey and Ernie, anything with little kids, I think it, it just cries foul. What's wrong with the world? Spooky. It's just, and that whole movie, if you haven't seen it, it's that, it's not only that, but there's a story, a great story behind it. It's a detective movie. Second, you know, second, you know, to the horror part of it. And uh, it's a really great ghost story. And uh very eerie when you add little kids into anything, in my opinion. It's just that, how it should be. <laughs> I never thought a goddamn ball would be so creepy. I know. <laughs> exactly. All right, Makes so we're at our point. number two picks. Doctor, you're number two. Well, you took away both of mine, so I'm going to go back in the barrel again. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, The Omen. I mean... Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. I was at the hospital, Mr. Thorne, the night your son was born. I saw its mother. Yes. Its mother, Mr. Thorne. I saw my wife. Its mother. What is it you're trying to say? His mother was a... This is not a human child. The Omen. It would be Exorcist, The Omen, and, and everything after that. You know, anything with the... You know, demonic, unknown, supernatural stuff. It makes people think. You know, uh, so it was. It was a really. I never walked on ice again after that movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Seeing that little that kid a, in the ice. And that scene. Oh. That's a nightmare. <laughs> that scene. Oh, that was bad. Not to you know, not to mention. I I love you, Damien. I'm doing this for you. And she hops off the roof and hangs oh. herself oh. on his birthday party. Now that's a nanny. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now that's love. That is love. But uh, I, I think most people, I don't know if they know what the omen is, but it's basically the Antichrist being born into this political family, and uh, they have to come to terms with this. <laughs> and, and the and, father actually has to make a choice to assassinate his own son. So it's very interesting and very, yeah, I thought it was great, great. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, what a great choice. I mean, any obviously, what's more terrifying, especially as as Catholics, the, than the devil, right? So anytime <laughs> you put the devil involved in a movie and the Antichrist and the rebirth of the devil, all of that stuff to me is absolutely terrifying. Tremendous pick. You know, first time I ever heard of a jackal was 
from that movie. Ernie, I was about to say, I didn't know what a jackal was either. I was just about to say that. That was the mother of the son, the mother of David. Oh, yeah. oh when they find it uh, in the cemetery, that's a horrifying scene. That was the mother. Yep. <laughs> Ernie, I think one of your old girlfriends was a jackal, wasn't she? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damien right. Damien's been used twice in my top two horror films. Oh. Damien Paris and then Damien and the Omen. How about that? How about that? <laughs> I guess Damien is like the official name for horror for, for the horror <laughs> kids, huh? You can put the shotguns down now. <laughs> Amazing pick. Tremendous pick. Ernie, your number two. Uh, my number two, uh, John Carpenter's the thing. For 100,000 years, it was buried in the snow and ice. Now it has found a place to live, inside, where no one can see it, or hear it, or feel it. I know I'm human. Some of you are still human. Uh, special effects are just the, the best special effects I've ever seen in a movie. I mean, it's if you played the game Among Us, um, you know that pretty much what the story is about, right? <laughs> just uh, go for four, not, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, um, matter of fact, there's some conspiracy stuff about this movie on YouTube about the ending scene that if you look it up, it makes the movie even more fun. You got you got to check us. it out. No, tell us, tell us. Well, okay, well, well, and John Carpenter has admitted that at least one of the two survivors is not human. When they're in the at the end, sitting in the snow, watching yeah. everything burn, you're saying yeah. one of them is the thing again. John Carpenter has said at least one of them is wow. not human. Yeah. It's Kurt Russell and, and and another guy, right? Yeah. If you if you if you look if you watch the uh, YouTube conspiracy stuff, they start looking at how um, the other guy, not Kurt Russell, has no breath, even though it's freezing cold. A, a lot of a lot of stuff. It's it makes the movie so much more fun to check it out. Yeah, Ernie, you mean to tell me that one of those two? <laughs> I'm Are you trying to tell me? <laughs> you mean to tell me that one of those Mamelukes at the end? <laughs> What else for the thing again? That's, that's another thing? Get out of the book again. Oh, two things. <laughs> Not one thing, but two things? Two that's, things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> two what a great movie. I mean, what year is that, Ernie? I know you're the encyclopedia. Give me oh, the year. 82. Two of my it's movies are 82. That Ernie, this, is, this is not like the old days. We can look this shit up now. So if you're that's wrong, we're going to catch you. April 82. <laughs> uh, I was laughing because you acted like it was a spoiler alert. Like, I don't want to give the ending away. It's 1982, Ernie. It's a long time. Guys, I don't want I don't want to give this away, but Rocky, Rocky wins it again in the Rocky wins this one again. It's insinuated to rumors that there's two you know, things. <laughs> you, know, you know, Rocky lost in the, in the final scene in two of the Rocky movies. Yeah, if you really think about it, I think Rocky loses just as much as he wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's lucky no. the ground isn't Rocky. He'll <laughs> <Get that knocked. laughs> fall right over. <laughs> Who keeps ringing that bell? I can't concentrate. <laughs> 
monkey ringing that bell. I can't concentrate. That's great. Oh, the, the thing is a great pick. I mean, so ahead of its time. Like you said, the special effects with when the, the, the head pulls off the body and, and falls off the table and yeah. crawls away as the thing. Ah, this again, I don't want to give I'm not gonna give away the scenes. There's a scene in that movie that will a hundred percent be in my next episode. So I'm telling you both now, you're not allowed to pick it. The scene you're talking about might be my number one of all of any movie. All right, well, <laughs> I go first next week. Well, what else? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and just so you know, I edit the show, so I'll, I'll rever- if I have to, I'll reverse it. All right. All right. So my number two. My number two now. Read me the rules again, Ernie. Read me those rules behind you. No Shining. No Exorcist, no Halloween. Read me that second one one more time. No Exorcist. No Exorcist 1, correct? There was no such thing as Exorcist 1. It was called The Exorcist. All right, so exactly. So <laughs> I, I'm within my uh, within the rules. Yes. Going with George C. George C. Scott again, who, I, who is really not a, a famous horror actor, but I'm going to go with him again. And I know Tommy and I, it's one of our favorite movies of all time. The Exorcist 3. Satan grows stronger. You believe in possession, Father? He has found a haven. Come to take a little blood from your father. He is inside with us! He will never get away! Now, I know most people are going to be like, what? You're a moron. What are you talking about? The Exorcist. I've never even heard of it. You're right. The Exorcist 2, not a good movie. They they stopped watching after 2, Joe. They stopped watching after (laughs) 2. And I almost did too. I hated The Exorcist 2. And Exorcist 3 came out and, you know, I saw it without any kind of, you know, preconceived notions or hopes. And it absolutely blew me away. And it all starts from the top. George C. Scott is a detective in the movie. He's investigating these murders that are going on. And these investigations, they lead to this mental patient in, 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 a, in a psych ward. And George C. Scott is, is interviewing this mental patient. And the viewer is seeing this person as two different people. He's, they're seeing him as the person who's in the cell, who is a, a tremendous actor. I forget his name. And they're also seeing him as the priest from Exorcist 1, the same actor. The, uh, the, the beginning of that movie, it's, it's the continuation of where Damien runs, jumps out the window. And it's like, you f- just forget Exorcist 2 ever existed. It wasn't the same writer, okay? The writer, the original writer of Exorcist did also the screenplay for 3. So they return back to basics, and it's the priest falling down the stairs after he goes out the window. And he just stands up. You just hear Damien say, I remember walking. His brain's a mush. And I'll leave it at that. But yeah, please, if anyone's got a chance to watch this, you got to check this out. And there's no better American actor or intense actor than George C. Scott. And everything he does, he's he nails it. You know, he's like Anthony Hopkins. You know, he, these guys are great. So uh, yeah, check it out. It's, yeah, well, Joe, that, 
knock me out. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies, too. I really believe nobody has seen, nobody gave it a chance. So, please, that's my favorite thing about this podcast. We talk about stuff that people don't remember or people send us emails about stuff that we don't remember. That's what I love. It's, it's you know, we're, we're, in, we're in lockdown. Everyone's during COVID and nobody can hang out and drink at bars and hang out. This is the type of bullshitting we would be normally doing in person at, at, at a bar or just hanging out. So we get to do it via Zoom right now on this podcast and talking about and showing people stuff that we love and we remember as kids and in our, in our youth. And Exorcist 3 is one of those things that blew us away. And there's a scene in this movie that will 100% be my number one next week. So do not pick it. I, oh, I will edit you both out of the show. <laughs> Ernie, you've seen this movie, right? Of course yeah, I've seen I, mean, I, I grew up with you guys. I mean, many times. We I even know what scene. Movie. I know what scene. We went to the no, don't you dare give it away. I'm editing that out now, you son of a bitch. Nobody knows what that is. You're right. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. <laughs> oh, so I I might have to leave. I'm leaving. Wait, let me see your cross. Is that upside down? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my number two. So now we're going to move. to let You know what? Let, I, I was talking to Ernie before. Normally, we would do our honorable mentions now, but so many times we ruin each other's picks with our honorable mentions. We're going to save our honorable mentions to the end. I want to go to our number one favorite horror movie of all time. Doctor, you're up. You know what? I tried to change it up a little bit, like uh, a little different. There was a, uh, it's called The uh, the Strangers. There's someone out there. It's a, it's a newer horror film. And I was very obsessed with the Charles Manson uh, murders growing up. It scared the crap out of me. All the Manson murders. So this movie is loosely based on the Manson murders, uh, the strangers, and they it's just three individuals, random attack, break into someone's house, and just start torturing them. And they don't speak. They wear these crazy masks. And it's uh, it kind of reminds me only because I was not a fan of Charles Manson. I think he's a lunatic, but uh, I was very scared shitless as a kid about the Manson family because something so random like that always scared the crap out of me that human beings could actually pull this stuff off. So this movie, The Strangers, it had a yeah. Well, that that's really my fifteenth or sixteenth choice <laughs> because you guys robbed me of all my jewels. I have nothing left. So, what year is that? I don't. I don't know that movie. What year? Three, three, four years, five years old. Oh, that. So it's really new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's loosely based on the Manson family, on the Manson killings. I gotta watch it. You remind me yeah, a little of uh, Mr. Manson. <laughs> well, and now we obviously we have the uh, the still shot for our promo for the show. <laughs> oh boy even better right? <laughs> Dude, they get oh my god even better I, 
I think I just hemorrhaged. <laughs> just so everyone knows, I'm actually working on a book called My Time with Satan, the Tommy Scoop Snyder story. So, you know, this, this book is coming out. It's about I'm, 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 I'm collaborating with a lot of other people, a lot of uh, Tommy's uh, friends over the years. We're telling our favorite Tommy stories in this book. And, you know, his nickname through the years is Satan, as you can see. Uh, so this, this book, I promise it's going to be a unique read, but his, an hysterical, you know, historic recap. More, more unique for my daughters. <laughs> not, yeah, when more they get older. They're, they're, not a, there's going to be a lock on the book that you have to, you have to you know, yeah. somehow you have to put your fingerprint in. If you're not 21, you cannot get into this book. The first book, I hope that's not a bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be a movie, trust me. Oh gosh! <laughs> and George C. Scott will be playing you. <laughs> I think he's dead, isn't he? We'll dig him up if we have to. He he has to play you. No, you'll find jackal bones. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ernie, your number one. Ernie, I need one at least to walk out of here. I need one. I, I will not change my choices for nobody. My number one is the changeling. <laughs> it's not just I, my favorite horror film. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, I, 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 I have one. I do have one. I had you for the changeling. Uh, it was, it's no gore, no special effects. Well, hardly no special effects, but scary as heck. Uh, I, I'm not going to say anything because you asked me not to say anything of horror, but there's some... <laughs> I got a, I got a bunch of a list of my favorite scenes in this movie, but uh, I'm gonna leave it, you know. Leave it for part two. We will continue. Trust me, there's plenty to talk about all through these movies for part two. Our favorite scenes, but tell us more about the movie. Why it's your favorite? Uh, I, am I allowed to? <laughs> you just told me not to, but you know, without without going into strict detail, of course. Michael. Not not even the seance scene? No. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you, if you're going to pick it, don't pick it. But if you're not going to pick it, you could say it. Uh, I, I love the fact that not only is it terrifying, and the whole movie is terrifying, but as somebody pointed out, uh, Tommy pointed out earlier, it doubles as a great detective story. And it plays out while you're watching it. And it, it's a, it's like you're experiencing and discovering stuff as you go. It's, my, it's, uh, it's a great movie. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. My, my, my favorite scene, actually, in the movie is when he goes in the telephone booth and the truck just hits oh. his family and kills him. That's one of my favorite scenes of all time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh no, but Ern, you hit something that we haven't really talked about, which I totally agree. The lack of special effects is... It's so true. I think through all of these movies, if you really think about it, even from Jaws to, to Poltergeist to all these movies, there's almost no special effects in any of these movies. There's no bloody, gory scenes. Maybe Nightmare on Elm Street had a little bit with, you know, the blood hitting the ceiling. I think that was the Johnny Depp scene. But besides, you know, little stuff like that, we're talking about, you know, using your own brain, your imagination, you know, you're you're trying to imagine and you know put these images in your brain as this stuff is happening that's what's terrifying i don't want to see someone's you know throat chopped in half and blood squirting everywhere it's gory those are gore movies that's a totally different topic 
these movies are, you know, suspense and, and, you know, possession and horror when, you know, in a psychological way. You are, you, you bring up a great point because if you look back, most of these horror films that we're talking about were novels and books where when you read the book, you could paint that picture in your own mind without the budget, all of these special effects to pull that off. You had to have a really good screenplay to turn a novel into any kind of movie. You know, it had to be almost like the book. It almost had to lead you to the characters and everything else like that. Yeah. It's a good point because yeah, you can pull it off back in the day. I love the seventies horror films because it's, it's more of a story, you know? Yeah, just let your mind go wild rather than, you know, showing you every little detail of every scene. Imagining stuff is way more terrifying. Always. Especially in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the biggest fear? The biggest fear is the fear of the unknown, right? So that that's that's always the biggest fear, you know, besides, you know, the doctor coming to visit you in the middle of the night. <laughs> Listen, the only thing that scares me more is what's going on in Ernie's head all, at all times. The only thing that scares me more. Trust me, I have I have a little story that will tell you a, a, a horror scene way worse than any of you can imagine. It happened to me in real life. Quick story, you know, Doctor and I are, are at our friend's Babel's house, and we call him Babel's because he talks nonstop. And we're, we're at his house, we're drinking, you know, beautiful fine boxed wine it was it was a it was a very great vintage and you know we, we stay over his house one night and babbles goes to work and tommy and i you know passed out drunk but we passed out in babbles bedroom where it's the only room in the house that's air conditioned in the middle of august so we pass out in this in this room and you know we're sleeping like babies it's you know 65 degrees we have a nice buzz on we're sleeping like babies in the middle of the night, something, you know, Babbles is concerned about his energy and his bills, and Babbles is very frugal about everything. Can you say energy saver? <laughs> <laughs> so the AC cuts out in the middle of the night because Babbles can't afford to spare a little bit more energy for us to sleep good. So it, it cuts out. All of a sudden, it goes from 65 to 95 within about three minutes. All I know is I wake up, I have Tommy's on top of me, I have a ponytail in my hair, my hair's up, Tommy has my, my ponytail in his hand, my head pinned to the pillow, and he look, he's over on top of me. In my imagination, he, he had a knife, but I don't think he really did. My, he, hair was, my hair was around your throat. Right, my hand, his hand was around my no throat. Knife. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kill you right now. Did you come up with a knife? Well, it felt oh like a God. knife. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you left it was 50 years old. I'd say, I can't wait to get the story when I was 70. <laughs> I add stuff over the years. No. Well, we ain't got too many years left, buddy, to add, so. Listen, you, oh, so, okay, so there was no knife. You were choking me in the middle of the night. Is that better? Is this, is this a better part of the story? I, I would have had to get up and get a knife. <laughs> Why were you choking me? I it had you had to go. <laughs> it was almost like, you know, he thought we were on a spaceship. There was no more oxygen left. One of us had to go. I had a bad dream. 
I had a bad dream that I was choking you. <laughs> yes, I had the same dream. I woke up, it was reality. <laughs> See, we always thought alike, you know? <laughs> all right, so my number one pick for my favorite horror movie of all time, mine is The Exorcist, 100%, but I know it's off the board. We all thought probably the same, in, along the same lines, but my other number one pick was also picked tonight by Satan himself, the doctor, and that is the Omen One. Now, if I, if I go down my list, I can, I can, it's, it's great because I can shoot right back to Omen Two or even Omen Three. All three of those are absolutely phenomenal movies. They continue storyline age wise, you know, in the, in the first Omen, Damien is a kid. He's about seven or eight years old, I think roughly. And, yeah. you know, he, you know, his, his mom dies and his father, like you said, his father has to contemplate killing him. Obviously it doesn't happen in the second, in the second Damien, in the second Omen, Damien is, is 12, 13 years old. He's now been adopted by an even higher political family. And it's how, you know, he doesn't know that he is the spawn of Satan yet or the Antichrist, but he's starting to learn about his heritage. And the Omen 2 is just as terrifying to me as the Omen 1. So yeah, if, uh, I, if, I, if I have to take Omen 1 off the board, I'll go with Omen 2. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the plan was to him to create, to go up in power. So Satan's plan was actually working. He was moving up in power. Politically, so, yeah. political power. Yeah. There was something in that movie too, Ernie. Do you do you remember with the the shadows? It was in Omen One. It was always some kind of shadow cast. I uh, remember the yeah. The, there was a the line. Thing, yeah, the a, a, a black line in the pictures. It would always show someone before how it would show how they were killed that there was a picture of them. Yeah, right. some kind of shadow or something. Right, that, that goosebumps. It was really that, good. That was that good. first one had that spear going through the guy. Right. You saw the shadow. And then eventually it happened. Lightning hit some right. kind of a like right. a lightning, and and, and, the it, nanny and it pierced with the, noose. the guy. Yeah, right. the nanny with the noose, and uh, yeah, it's it really fabulous. again just so well done. No special effects at all in the movie. You have this little kid that doesn't know that he's the Antichrist, but you can see that he does have a tendency for evil, and bad things are always happening around him, and he always has these watchers or guardians around him kind of protecting him and, and guiding him along that path. Just three right. of the best movies of all time. I think the third one is underrated, by the way. Agreed. I, I, I have to go back and watch three. The final conflict. Yeah, I think right, I, if I'm wrong, Jesus you know, almost cool makes an appearance right? like in three, right? Against Damien for a few seconds, right? That's how it ends. Well, yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have to go back and check that out. Yeah. All right. So that's our top five. I think we had a, a, a great a great grouping, a lot of a lot of mixture. You know, we saved our honorable mentions till the end. Doctor, if you had to pick one more honorable mention, what are, what are you going with? What could have been one of the greatest scares of our us three, the greatest scare ever, if we never touched the computer. <laughs> We came back from Wildwood and the Blair Witch Project was going on and all the hoopla was on the radio coming back from Wildwood and, and, and the promotions to this movie were actually fantastic. That We had to ruin it 
when we got to Ernie's house and run upstairs, go on a computer and see if it was all bullshit. And we found that was bullshit. And I think we ended up going anyway to the Angelica Theater. Yep. Yes. In the Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, had, and, they had, and they had all the artifacts there. And it was just mind blowing to hear people scream that didn't yet look on the computer that this shit was fake. And I remember being so pissed off that why couldn't I have been one of those people if I didn't look at that computer? It would have been the greatest scare. We talked about it from Wildwood oh. for two and a half hours. We were, we were pumped. We were going to do it. So, yeah, that's it's well done. They almost pulled it off, you know. No, you, you're so right. I remember like it was yesterday. We were on the way yeah. home from Wildwood on a vacation, and yeah. we were – we were looking that we were hearing about this new movie coming out and we were reading about how these tapes no were these tapes were no no cell phones nothing we were reading about how these tapes were found of this of this haunting and this this you know these kids being lost in the woods and they they finally uncovered these tapes and you know that's what this movie is is about and we were for literally for two and a half hours we were like holy shit this is, is this we were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is real. This is real. And we really thought that this was all a true story. The, the, the buildup and the, and the promotion behind this movie in the very beginning, this was not a blockbuster movie when it first came out. This was like an indie movie, even whether they were maybe they were just marketing, marketing it like that. But whatever they were doing was brilliant because they brilliant. sold it as this is an, a, an underground movie. These tapes were found. We're gonna we're gonna release these tapes to see what really happened to these kids in the woods. And we, I remember, be, me and you were flipping out, so excited because we were so into all the horror stuff back then. We had to go find. We had to figure out what indie theater was gonna be showing this movie. We had to go see it that night, and sure enough, we did. But unfortunately. Right before we went to go see the movie, we uh -huh. found out that it was really more of a publicity stunt. You remember uh -huh. this? Sir? Of course. I actually saw a Blair Witch Project in the movies three times, so I, I, I wow. like it. I like that. Were you hoping uh, to get? I definitely liked it. Were you hoping to get scared by the third time? <laughs> no, I, I, I thought it was that incredible. It just, it, it, it was mind blowing. All right, Ern, your honorable mention. Okay. Uh, my honorable mention. Um, I had a bunch of choices. Uh, I decided to go with the Wicker Man. Uh, here's the story. Um, this is a recent discovery for me. I I didn't really know about this movie till recently, but when I first saw it, I had to drive right over to Joey's house in Manhattan. I remember. Uninvited, by the way, and force him to watch it. <laughs> so I, I just showed up and just forced him to watch this movie. I don't know if you if you are you familiar with this movie, Tom? The Wicked Man. Ernie, I tried to watch it with you, and I even watched the remake. Oh no! Don't watch the remake. <laughs> no, no good. The remake's no good. Yeah, I I don't know which one was what was worse. Ah. It, is rated, it is rated one of the top of all time, so I have to give you that. Um, but it just I don't know. It was just too, too slow moving for me, man. All right, they move real slow. <laughs> Your ass is slow. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I mean, for anybody out here that's watching it, if you never saw it and you want to watch it, go in blind. Don't read anything about it, anything like that. 
kind of like the sixth sense. You're better off not knowing a thing. Ernie, yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't go with what, one of our favorites that we, we watched, which was The Human Centipede. Oh, that's, a, that's another foreign film. <laughs> everybody, everybody makes fun of that movie because it's so disgusting. But let's face it. The bad guy is great in that movie. Oh, he is <laughs> phenomenal. And Doc, do you ever see that movie? Uh, no. What? Watch it with Liz tonight. She'll enjoy it. Trust me. <laughs> no, we were going to watch Basket Case instead. <laughs> this is great. The, the human with a hand sticking out of a uh, basket. Yeah, it's a great movie. They're all they're all terrifyingly bad. I mean, if you watch Human Centipede, it's about this 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 crazy bastard who literally. L tries to make a human centipede and make their digestive tract one digestive tract. So he sews their mouths to their asses and, oh, my, over the, and makes a human. It's it's marvelous. <laughs> I'd like to sew some asses together tonight with you two. <laughs> Remember, we were talking about me, you, and Steve going as, a, as that for Halloween. <laughs> Ernie, now I know you are the you middle. Be the middle. <laughs> you are the middle. Now, guys, this is this was a great one. I'm glad we didn't overlap that much. I know Tommy, you know, kind of altered some of his picks so he wouldn't overlap. But I, I think between the three of us, we got 15 of the greatest horror movies of all time. I um, let's leave it there. So we're gonna we're gonna do a part two of this episode. If you guys enjoyed this episode, part two is coming next week. We're gonna do our top five horror movie scenes. And we're going to go in detail about the specifics of each scene. Of course, on YouTube, we're going to show the scenes we discussed. So if you like the picks we talked about this week and you want to see some of them in more detail and then maybe even some other movies discussed, you know, scene-wise, tune back in next week and we're going to discuss uh, our favorite horror movie scenes. Any last words, Dr.? Just besides when uh, when we took a break, my sister came in here and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was funneling through my list, and she came up behind me, and yeah, she jolted me. Yes. <laughs> I always liked Liz better than you. Thanks, boys. <laughs> Great episode. We'll be back next week for part two, horror movie scenes. Later, boys. Can't wait. Bye, Peace, boys. Later.